ProGroupRacing.com.au presents Show Us Your Tips. Beaver's joining us for a, when, a look at the Wednesday meeting at both Bendigo and Hawkesbury. Uh, how was the weekend, Beaver? Yeah, it was pretty good, mate. So I can't, can't complain. Uh, stayed out early, but uh, managed to finish quite strongly and uh, come out a little bit in front. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I think most of Australia stayed out late um, with the tab being down. So, um, yeah, I was lucky. Oh, yeah, it's pretty frustrating. Where I bet... Um, is pretty it was open all day, so I was happy. And um, yeah, Bivouac and Acadia Queen were both good results, so um, both very dominant too. Yes, yeah, they were very dominant. Bivouac was just outstanding. It just that Flemington straight um, down that, down that straight looks almost unbeatable at the moment. Yeah, that's I think it's the key to the horse, the, the straight. Um, as I said, I said in the preview, yeah. I think that's where it's made to be. And uh, yeah, that was just dominant. And Acadia went out, goes back to Perth, um, pretty dominant as well. Yes, it was a very nice win. Um, yeah, much else to take out of the day. Sydney was a bit bit uh, torn apart by scratchings. and um, Yeah, look, the trucks played a bit of havoc there in Sydney and, um, yeah, t- tore it a bit apart with scratchings, but uh, managed to find a winner here and there to uh, keep me out of trouble. Yep, yep so a productive weekend. Uh, the carnival... Or heads to Sandown this Saturday to wrap up. But um, until then, we've got Hawkesbury tomorrow. So, uh, a carryover from the abandoned Thursday meeting last week, unfortunately. Uh, Ladies' Day miles yes. here. Uh, the track is currently soft. Pretty good day to today and a, it looks like a decent day tomorrow. So envisaged with the rail in the true, it should play standard Hawkesbury, probably either on pace or, or outside fence by the end of the day. I guess we'll see, but... Uh, not my favourite track to pan on, but um, I'm thinking there's a couple of winners there. Yeah, a bit the same, mate. I think you're probably about right there. I think a track will, it's a soft five now. It won't be won't be any worse than that. And if not, you know, may even get to a good. Um, but I think you're right. They'll probably come down the centre of the track and meet potentially even wider later in the day. My uh, my first tip of the day at, at Hawkesbury comes up in a second. You got anything before that? No, I don't, no, mate. Uh, I'm pretty keen to favourite in the second race. Uh, Battlebrook uh, for John O'Shea. Yeah. It debuted uh, behind Datlin. was actually quite a nice run, just sort of uh, even got caught in a bit of traffic. Uh, Datlin's obviously gone to, down to Flemington and run quite well there. Uh, two very nice trials since, and um, the rest of the field's well exposed. $2.50 looks a pretty good price, actually, for um, for this O'Shea horse with Tommy Berry on. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you there, mate. Look, he's... Only had one start, was a fifth, uh, four lengths off the outland, and was was specked in the market in that at around six dollars, six fifty mark. So, you you would think that the horse has got a bit of ability, um, trod nicely, and gets its chance um, for a first up tilt here. Beautiful. Uh, where are you going to next at Hawkesbury? Yeah, look, mate. My next bet came up. My first bet really came up in the third. Um, was the favourite, uh, even money. It's as short as you probably want it, but looks to have a bit of an edge on on most of these. Um, probably the only dangers may well be the unraced uh, Wallapair around the ten dollar mark. Uh, not knowing much about them, but look, it was a pretty it was a pretty nice run first up in Newcastle, and uh, I expect Snowden to have this one leaving a little bit fitter. I think uh, there was some uh, some smart judges thought of go to Newcastle and just win up there too. Uh, I think uh, this might even be a weaker race. I, I couldn't see anything in the two Waller debutants to want to, you know, go crazy about. So I, I think I'll yeah. follow you there. 
Well, it was it certainly looked that way um, in the market when it started uh, odds on. Uh, so it was a, probably a little bit disappointing from that perspective. But uh, look, I, I'd expect it in a pretty small field. I think it's only got six horses in it with the two scratchings now. Uh, probably jump, jump and run and uh, yeah, be too strong. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to race five next. Nothing in the fourth? No, not for me, mate. Cool. Uh, in the fifth, uh, theme of the day, really, across both tracks. I'm just looking for the, in a sort of average day, looking for the lightly race stuff. Um, Sarah was one I spruiked uh, a couple of weeks ago, was saved from the Kenzo meeting. Uh, comes here. This looks like yeah. a weaker race. Uh, you're going to get, I think, $1.70 right now is probably going to start shorter. It should just win this race, and I think it's going to go to town after this. Yeah, can't can't uh, can't add too much more to that, mate. It's a very weak affair. Um, so if it's not winning this race, it won't be winning too many more. No, and uh, it did chase home uh, North Pacific, who is a Group One horse, so not bad form for this. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh next up, the Ladies' Day Mile for you. Yeah, uh, no, race six. Yeah, what do you like? Uh, the Evergreen Turf Maiden. Yeah, what have you got? I've gone for the top weight here, the unraised, uh, always sure. Uh, my, it's, it's drawn a little wide. I'm hoping that's not um, a deterrent um, and certainly getting later in the day, hopefully that that will work for it. I thought all of its trials, all that sort of finished mid, mid, middle of the pack, um, have been nice little runs, um, not asked to do a lot. And I, th- I think this is a pretty weak race, um, looking at the horses that have raced. Um, there's not a lot to like about them. You know, you've got the favourite Glock, uh, who's who's hasn't done a lot. And, you know, Willie Wilson and Mikhail. Um, look, there's not a lot to like about them. So I don't think this, is, this one's going to have to be overly that good to win this race and, you know, around the five dollar mark i think that's pretty good value yeah i think there's been some money for it actually since i i um cast my over this so yeah excellent uh, i don't think by this stage gate 11 will be any issue for jason collard either yeah i don't mind the collard uh cunningham combination yeah he um he toes a line for the missus jason collard there so uh yes he's always, always under pressure there uh, into the Ladies' Day Cup, the group, the listed race from um, postponed from last week. Uh, the two I was sort of looking at here, are the same two I suppose I mentioned uh, on last week's preview. Um, Quintessa should roll forward from the outside gate and uh, and be quite strong. Hawkesbury potentially could sh- could suit um, with just Archidemus, the other pace horse that I found here, and the other interesting one, uh, which actually is now favourite. For me, was uh, looks like Elvis. Great run with Jess Taylor on the Epsom. Uh, Jess Taylor again chasing Purple Sector, who is flying. Um, before that, only length off I Am Superman. Now gets Nash. First time it's had a jockey in a while, and uh, probably gets it's right on uh, right behind the pace. And I think uh, this looks like it's race for the prep for me. Uh, so looks like Elvis and Quintessa. Well, I'll be backing them both each way. Um, in a race full of uh, quite a few numbers. Any thoughts here? Yeah, I think you're right. It is a race full of quite a few numbers. And again, the form lines are really hard to stack up with a number of horses that haven't won in a while. I think, you know, just having a quick flick through here, 
I can only find one one or two horses that have actually got a win next to their name in recent six starts. Yeah. Um, and that being Savakul and, and your horse, Quintessa. I kind of think, as you said, the look look like Elvis form. Um, two starts back was pretty good. Last start, I don't think it really handled the track that well. Um, and nor the, nor the step up to this in distance um, on that track. Um, I think it'd be better suited back here uh, at the Hawkesbury, at Hawkesbury and uh, could be the one to beat. Perfect. Uh, where, where are you going next? Anything in the next? Race eight? Uh, nothing in the eighth for me, mate. I uh, will make a case here just for Fast Coney. Um, dropping back from Kenzo to uh, Benchmark 64. Uh, Barry should get control here. Wasn't far off Sweet Reply. Was sort of keeping Sweet Reply in. Uh, last start at Kenzo, then uh, fell out of the race. It has had a tongue tie put on for this race, so I think it might have choked down there. Uh, this is a very weak race, and uh, I know Joviality was the slaughterer last week, but Sweet Reply wasn't far off. Sweet Reply was uh, stuck on the inside where Joviality was doing whatever Joviality did in that race, uh, both tragedies, and I think uh, that's fair enough form for this race. 100%. Uh, anything to finish on for us? Yeah, in the last, I went looking for something with the scratching of Un-American because mm-hmm. uh, I did think that was going to be really hard to beat in this race. And I've come up with Donna Chiara. Okay, yeah. Number four. Um, thought that was a nice little win last start at Hawkesbury. Uh, sticks to Hawkesbury. Uh, look, it's, it's slightly up in weight, but over the 1800, it started at Hawkesbury slightly before that. Wasn't a bad run, was less than a length off it, even though it ran fourth. Uh, come out and won the next start. And the step up to 2,000 shouldn't hurt. And I certainly think it's uh, a leading chance in this race. Reagan Bayless is riding quite well, um, I think, uh, at some of these provincial meets. So he rode, I think, three last time we were at Hawkesbury. And uh, he's on a couple of good chances tomorrow. So that's a, that's a good each-way find there. Good work. Um, so we'll wrap up your thoughts at Hawkesbury. Did you want to do a Hawkesbury quaddy or, or are you having to give it a thought? Yeah. yeah, mate. I'll give you a bit of a bit of a Hawkesbury quaddy uh, if you're interested. Yep, why not? Yep. Uh, in the first leg, I'm going to go one, four, seven, and ten. Yep. In the next race, I'm going one, two, three, and six, and seven. Yep. In the third leg, I'm going for one, four, five, and six. And in the last race, I'm wrapping it up with numbers three and four. Great. Um, so wide quaddy for the beaver there. Uh, let's have a look here. 20, Sticking 80, in the end. 160. Yeah, come around quick. 160 combos there for beaver. Um, best and value for the day there. Anything? Yeah, my best comes up in race three. Uh, Edmund. I think it'll certainly be hard to beat. And my value bet comes up in race six, number one, always sure. Oh, great. 
Um, I'm going to make my best uh, Sarah. Uh, probably a bit skinny now. And uh, I'm pretty keen the uh, O'Shea first starter as well in the second race. My VOB looks like Elvis in the Ladies' Day Cup. And uh, we'll head down to Bendigo right after I mention uh, progroupracing.com.au. Uh, they've got extensive guides, free tips, plenty of bookmaker offers up there, so check them out. And um, they're doing good things as we head into summer. There's some more exciting stuff coming there and some fresh articles up soon as well that um, we've been working on. So looking forward to uh, that site growing. Get around it now. Uh, and shout out to all the um, the new subscribers we picked up over Cup Week. We had some uh, a real good response to some of our shows and some real good numbers. And hopefully you stick solid through summer because um, I guess both Beaver and I are big fans of summer racing. The, the tracks tend to play quite fair, well, the same way, whether it's fair or not. And uh, some uh, good, lightly raced horses can put a string, a string of wins together through summer. So keen to find some of them for us to follow. Yeah, 100%, mate. I think... Uh Expecting a good summer when it comes to finding winners. Definitely. Uh, let's head down to Bendigo. The rail is in a three-metre market. Is a good fall currently. Late storms predicted. Uh, last time it was in the three-metre market. Played, it was the day um, far enough debuted and it played pretty fair. Um, can sometimes play down the outside, uh, but we'll see how we go. Again, I'm going to kick off, hopefully, with a winner in the first. Uh, again, like I said, the theme of the day for me is these lightly raced horses um, on a day, especially at is going to finish with a couple of weaker races that I'm steering clear of. But um, Nantucket uh, comes back for Mark Kavanagh, Jamie Carr on board, one of the jockeys of Cup Week. And um, three starts, it's missed by 0 0.02, 0 0.01 and 0 0.02 of a length behind our playboy, uh, Valaquenta, two of them, and um, both of them have gone to town and, and run very well. I think this is a weaker, there's not nothing of their quality here, and I think this is a good kickoff point for Nantucket in the first. Yeah, no arguments from me, mate. Uh, kind of left this one alone. Mm -hmm. Where do you start your day at Bendigo? Yeah, mate, my first, my first tip, just a minute, I, I pull it up, uh, came up in the comes up in the third race um, and it's the the favourite um, Nowitzki um, first up uh, from a spell. Um, didn't do a lot in its first um, first race start, but it's trialled very well since. So they, they put it straight out um, after its first run, um, trialled well enough at, in Sydney. Um, and now they've taken it down to, to Melbourne. So that's a, that's a good sign for me. And I certainly think the, they've got a bit of wrap on this horse. Um, and just obviously taking it to Melbourne, I'm guessing looking for probably a slightly better track um, down there than what may have got here in Sydney. Uh, it's only race start. It was at Kembla Grange over 1,400, uh, which is interestingly enough, and started $3 favourite. Um, finished last um, and they put it straight out and now they've brought it back after only having a trial. Uh, I think the, this, this horse might be all right. Yep, very good. Not much I can add to that. Um, I'll keep that theme going into the fourth race over the mile. Uh, a maiden where we've got... <laughs> some of these horses in this maiden have 45 starts for no placings. Um, this is a, 
very average race. And uh, who's your pappy? Just missed at Swan Hill, chasing home. Uh, before that, made it debuted behind a horse called Jaffa Stock, who's got a reasonable form around it. And I think this is its race here. This is a very low race. And uh, one where, once again, I'm just looking for that lightly raced horse coming through its grades. And uh, hopefully we can strike here as well in the fourth. Yeah, you can have that race on your own, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing not there for me. Um, where to next then? Is something for the court in the uh, couple of legs of the quaddy? Um, yeah, I jumped, I jumped on one here um, in the fifth, mm-hmm. um, and that was number seven, Zamawi, uh, trained by Keys, and it's going to be ridden by Rod. I thought its first up run at Mornington was pretty good on a softish track. Uh it was around the $10 mark, but finished off, uh, it's just sat on the pace and finished off quite nicely. Uh, expecting that to be further improved here. Wasn't, uh, this isn't an overly strong race. Um, the favourites had one start, one win, and certainly looked, but that was at Sapphire Coast. Again, yeah. stables, it's gone down to Melbourne, um, which is an interesting move. But I just I just thought I'd go for the... Uh, the $5.50 Zamaui. Yeah, great. Yeah, I uh, I couldn't work out where to place Sapphire Coast form, so I just decided this race was too hard for me. So happy to follow you there. Um, I'll keep following you for a couple more races. Where to next? Yeah, nothing in the six for me, mate. That was that was way too hard. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was dartboard material um, for me. Yeah, the uh, the six. Go for it, yep. Yeah, it's probably one of the hardest race days I've ever seen, this this Bentley game meeting. Um, I'm not filled with a whole lot of confidence. Uh, my next bet came up in race seven, number seven, Night Passage, uh, resuming for the McAvoy stable. So it comes off the back of a really nice trial win at Scorla. Mm-hmm. Um, lot to like about that. One, one be close to four lengths. Uh, prior to that, uh, ran... Uh, in a race won by Gamekeeper and Hypercane ran second. Uh, was you know a little bit off the off the pace, but that's pretty good. Um, pretty good company. And then prior to that, finished seventh in a race at Sandown behind a fair to remember and Sierra Sue. Yeah. Um, so I think that's I think that's pretty good. He's been racing in pretty good company um, at his last preparation. Uh, again, wasn't fancied in the market there, but. Uh, Certainly, uh, those horses would be running backwards, winning these this race. So, for me, if Knight's Passage um, is got any uh, hard enough edge and ready to go, then I think it can win this race. Yep, there it is. Uh, yeah, you can look back a bit further and you find uh, Fabulansky and Rubisaki in its form as well. Um, yeah, looking right. through that. Uh, the eighth, I'll, I'll finish, I'll throw in something because uh, I haven't done much um, through the quarty legs. Uh, I liked Fundraiser in the last. It um, sat three wide chasing Astrologist uh, who went to town from that win and just missed uh, Forrest last week. Um, you can tie them together through deep breath, Fundraiser and a second favourite, uh, Boom Boom here, uh, Boom Boom Becker and uh, Fundraiser sat wide there as well and beat deep breath who's subsequently beat the second favourite, uh, probably did have Rails advantage that day over Boom Boom Becker, but um, that was the, the line I could find through the two, and I just thought um, this is another one again, theme of the day, lightly race coming through some um, horses that are going to be stuck in his grade for the rest of their life. 
happy to go come home with fundraiser here yeah i really liked fundraiser as well i, I thought there's a lot to like about its last last start uh you get a much better run in this uh, then the backers drawn uh off, off the track and i just expect fundraiser to get a better run in the race and uh hayes and dunning to have this this one cherry right so second up uh jamie want aboard run of the race uh at some stage we'll look to win it yep fantastic uh yeah the only danger i said is boom boom becker and if it is out complete outside fence uh, I would be saving as well or potentially flipping the bet there. We'll see how that plays. Um, so that wraps up our thoughts for Bendigo. Uh, I, given that the, most of the quaddy legs were wrapped, were just really, really awful 64 races, in lieu of a quaddy and a value, I thought I'd put together a, a Yankee, which I've, I've actually already backed myself. Um, if that's okay with you, Beaver. So Go it, I've got an all up here, so... Um, a Yankee, which is effectively, effectively a systems one through four, or for those that play on tab, um, or one through five, actually, uh, across both meetings, Nantucket, Who's Your Pappy, uh, Brooks Battle, Sarah, and I've thrown in Dista One up at Queensland, um, horse with some talent, and one that I'm pretty sure you might have been about to spruik. Um, the outlay there, uh, it, it works out for each combination. It is a variable combination, but the... The way I've staked it anyway could be the best part of six grand returning. So um, we'll see how that goes for us tomorrow. Um, that's how I'm playing. If you get two or three, you're getting your money back. Two or three combinations there, you get your money back. You get all of them. It's a very good day. Um, What'd you throw on that? Uh, enough. <laughs> um, okay. About twenty, about fifteen bucks a combo. So yeah, you do the maths on that. Good. Yeah. So um, there is however many combos in there. Um, so for about a three hundred buck outlay. I need to get two or three of them back, and I'm making I'm doubling my money. And if, if we get them all back, we're um, having a good a good day out. Um, yeah, perfect. Might have a look at that myself. Yeah. So any combination there. Um, speaking of Dista one, uh, did you have a look up north? Um, oh, did you have a best at Bendigo know. first before I do that? Because um, yeah, I did have my best at Bendigo race three number eight. No out, Yep. And I'll make my best um, Nantucket. In the, in the first. And my value comes up in race seven, number seven, Knight's Passage, mate. Right? Great. Yeah, I, uh, I struggled to find value. That was as close as I got um, de- uh, Knight's no, Passage as well. But, yeah, that was the way I played there. And as you know, Beaver, I'm not one to really um, play play race days that way, but I just figured I'm going to do that and uh, yeah, sit, in the, uh, sit in the deck in the sun instead of trying to get too clever anywhere else. Um so that's how I'm yeah. playing today. Um, yeah, have you looked up north, did you say, or not? Yeah, I did have a quick squeeze up north. I did come up with one, only one for you, mate, and that came up in race four, number six, Excel in the Sun, first starter oh. uh, from the Edmund Stable, Robbie, R- Robbie Frad aboard. Um, should be hard to beat. Very good. Um, I Yeah, midweek Morphville's not as good as uh, the Saturday, so I, don't, I couldn't really get excited there either. Uh, we will be back. Murray for... Bridge, you mean, mate? It is Murray Bridge, so it's even worse. Um, the progroupracing.com.au, as we've mentioned, check them out for uh, free tips and extensive guides. And we will be back, Beaver, on Friday afternoon for our look at Sandown, the Zipping Classic, and I believe the Hunters on up at Newcastle. So let's see. Oh, uh, big Fields and um, Bush Racing, the order of the day. Uh, so we'll see how that all comes awesome. together for us. 
So until then, mate, uh, good luck tomorrow. Uh, give us strength, and hopefully Thank we've got you. a little bit more cash for everyone to play with next weekend. Absolutely, mate. <laughs> Catch yeah. you soon, bud. Chat, chat later. See you, mate. Bye, mate.